Okay, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn has the assets that you want, right? Like they have all the trades that all the all the things that you can have, all the all the picks. I think they don't necessarily have the players, but if you get somebody else involved, so I think they're going to be somebody to also look out for because again, I don't think Portland wants to win right now. Right? So why take back a James Harden? <laughs> right? Like even though it's a even though it's a half it's a it would just be for one year. Why would you even take him back for potentially one year? You know what I mean? Like an expiring contract. I know it's an expiring contract, but you ain't got that much money on your books anyway. Cause so you don't need that expiring contract. So again, I still think Miami's been a heavy favorites. I think what they can offer uh the Portland Trailblazers is is what everybody wants. And it'd probably be a situation where it's a three or four team deal. If you know what I mean? Like where to- everybody's in on it. Well, because if he was to go to Brooklyn, like you said, does he make them better? Of course he makes them better. Does he make them a championship team right away? I don't think so because you'd have to trade away some of those assets to get him. So mm-hmm. I don't think the roster is good enough. Those other two teams, though, the reason it becomes so interesting in the East, talking about Philly and Miami, to me he's the missing link. And you're much closer out there in Philly to the situation than I am. But if you can add Damian Lillard, who I would say is a top five, NBA player at times, like last year for a couple of months, was the best player in the NBA when he was averaging 38 points per game over a two-month period. So I think if he goes to Philly and or Miami, instantly those teams become the favorite. Not just to come out of the East, by the way. I think they become the favorite to win the whole thing if one of those teams adds Damian Lillard. Yeah. I, it's, again, for me, it's more about can they get him right? Like I, I agree with you. They're they're going to be Philly would become one of the favorites, but again, I just don't see it happening because I don't think they had the proper assets. Again, if Philadelphia does, if they're able to get Dame, they're going to have to make it via a three or four team trade. They're going to have to add two teams on top of the deal in order to get him, as opposed to some other places like Brooklyn or Miami may be able to get the deal done straight up without having to add a team. So. Again, he would become favorite. Again, I still – I think Boston, I know a lot of people don't like that they got rid of Marcus Smart. I think uh, Chris Dasperzingis, who I may be one of the only people who followed him closely the last year, is back to that guy we thought he was going to be. Like a seven foot four guy who can block shots, obviously, and play a help defender. But also he shot 49 from from 49%, 50% from the field, 39% from three at 7-4, who blocked two shots a game. So Chris Stapps is going to be big for the Boston Celtics, just talent on the floor. So I think regardless, uh, Boston Celtics will be the team to beat out in the East, um, even if Dame goes to Miami. When you said earlier that Porzingis averaged 23 points per game, I was like, I got to fact check this, dude. There ain't no way. Yeah, he did. So, dang. I mean – it is kind of interesting that nobody's really talking about that move. Well, maybe not enough people are talking about that move compared to all of the others. Like, it feels like Bradley Beal has gotten a lot of the shine, and people talked about Chris Paul, and people talked about some of these other free agents changing teams. But Porzingis is the one that's fly flew under the radar a little bit, and it's not like Boston was very far a year ago. I just think that Damian Lillard, is the type of player still in his prime, especially being a guy that can dish out five or six assists per game. So he's not just a scorer, but he's also a distributor. If you put him on the right team, if you put him on a team like 
say, Miami, who was pretty damn close to winning the whole thing, especially if they don't have to give up one of their main assets. Let's say Tyler Hero ends up going away as part of that deal. He didn't even play in the playoffs this year. So essentially what I'm telling you is you take the same roster that made it all the way to the NBA Finals a year ago and you add Damian Lillard to it. To me, that becomes the best team in the NBA. Let's get back to James Harden, though, for a second. Is there is there any chance that Harden and Philly just – decide to stay married for one more year and say screw it let's just run it back because they weren't that far either yeah well let me just say this about Dane the problem is if he comes to Philadelphia you're going to have the same problem that you look at the Phoenix that you think the Phoenix Suns have but that actually everybody not not even cooks in the kitchen kitchen there's no death Philadelphia already doesn't have death so their bench isn't good. So if you're telling me they get Dame, but then James Harden and Tobias and Tyrese, like there's like three of those guys leave, then it's literally Dame and Joel with no death, and Joel's often injured in the playoffs. So that's going to be a situation where we go, well, wait a minute, like you're going to have a problem out facing in the Eastern Conference, and you're going to have a problem against Milwaukee or the Boston because – Joel is hobbled, and you got Dame, and you ain't got nobody else. You ain't got Tyrese because you traded him for Dame. You ain't got Tobias because you were getting rid of him. Like, you don't have anything else besides those guys. So it's almost going to be like Dame doing all the carrying of everything. But back to James Harden, I think there's a great chance that James Harden comes back and rocks for one more year. If they don't get Dame, they ain't trading James Harden probably. Like, where where are you going to trade him, and where are you going to get better? You ain't got nowhere to go. Right, so they may end up running it back for that 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 very reason. I think the only reason they they have James and Tobias on the roster right now is because they're trying to get Dame. And Tyrese Maxey wasn't given a contract extension like Anthony Edwards got a contract extension because he they want to keep him cheap so they can get Dame. Everything's right in Philadelphia on Dame, so James Harden can come back. What do you, what's their plan with Maxi then? Because not only are they not locking him up long-term, but they've also said that they're not going to make him a trade piece. Now, I know you said earlier in the show that you don't believe all that stuff. And obviously, if they got the phone call and they said, hold on, hear me out, we want Tyrese Maxey as part of a deal, we'll give you Damian Lillard, then you would start to listen. So things change. Yeah. That being said, with Tyrese Maxey, is he part of Philadelphia's long-term plans with Joel Embiid, or do you think that they are kind of dangling him out there saying, if you give us something, maybe we will trade him away? Uh, he's part of their long-term plan if if it's not Dame, right? Like, it's if they can get Dame, they trade him. But they love the kid, and Philly loves the kid, and he likes being here. So the only way he leaves is if they can get a superstar because that's their only trade bait to get a super a bona fide superstar. So if they can get Damian Lillard, if they can get, I don't know, Giannis or, you know, I'm not saying Giannis, but any superstar, then they're going to use it. But all-star, no, they're not going to trade Tyrese for an all-star. They're going to keep him, right? Because they believe he's going to be that all-star. So it's one of those things. Like everybody in the entire league, except for like eight people are technically available for for a superstar you know what I mean like they're technically available no matter how much you like it right like even the Denver Nuggets like I know Jamal Murray had this run but before this run they would have traded Jamal Murray for Damian Lillard they might still trade Jamal Murray for Damian Lillard despite what he did like everyone's available except like six people so Tyrese is available you know what I mean if you're gonna get a superstar but anything else they're keeping him 
when you started to say Jamal Murray, I was like, no, actually, I don't think he is. And then you brought up Damian Lillard. I'm like, oh, yeah, they probably would do that deal. So you're right. There's really only – there's, like, LeBron and – even Kevin Durant's gotten traded around a couple of times. So maybe you actually overshot it. There's, like, four untouchables in the NBA. Yeah. Everybody else, you could talk to me. Like, LeBron ain't getting traded. Jokic ain't getting traded. Steph ain't getting traded. Giannis ain't getting traded. Everybody yeah, else like, is pretty much out there. Give me, give me a good enough offer. You could probably talk me into it. You what could talk you me. About... I mean, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, even like KD asked for the trade, so I guess that technically doesn't count. But like you said, there's like four of them. There's like four guys that are like are untouchable. Like that's it. You know what's a, a deal we're talking about under the radar deals, and I don't know if this would qualify as one of those. Lamelo Ball signed his max rookie contract extension five for two oh seven with Charlotte. That's interesting for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, the lineage, the family that he comes from, his dad, his brother. We've known about him for a long time. Two, the organization because Charlotte had never gave out a contract half that big. Now they're giving out two hundred and seven million dollar contracts. First. In hindsight, are you surprised LaMelo Ball's been this good? Because, frankly, I can't believe it. The two players in the league that surprised me the most that I was just dead wrong about, LaMelo Ball and Trey Young. I can't believe both those guys are doing what they're doing. No, nah, LiAngelo, I knew. I didn't know at first when I heard about Lonzo, but when I saw LiAngelo, LiAngelo his, LaMelo, excuse me, when I saw LaMelo his senior year, I said, oh, yeah, like, because he, he had a year where he grew like seven inches, right? Like he was like 6'2", then all of a sudden he was like 6'8". And I was like 6'7", I think he is now. And I was like, ah, yeah, that guy's going to be nice. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. And, again, the Char- Charlotte Hornets have nothing else. So And, and, and the Charlotte Hornets, I, by the way, I used to live in Charlotte. I used to cover the Hornets. The, this, they've only had two good draft picks for – the last 15 years or 10 years. Kimball was a good draft pick and LaMelo was a good draft pick. Every other draft pick they've made has missed. I mean, I, I, I sat there and watched them draft in the first round back in back-to-back-to-back years. Noah Vonley, Cody Zeller, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. I think this, all these are top, I think, six, seven, or eight picks that didn't do anything, weren't even, you know what I mean? They were maybe rotational players. Noah Von Ley, Michael Gilchrist out the league. Like, so yeah, the one, the one time you get it right, you better pay that man. What about uh, Bismack Biombo? Oh yeah, Bismack, <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, again, they, they drafted Frank Kaminsky when I was there. It was just like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, this is awful. They, uh, they find a good way to screw it up. You know who else is an interesting one out there? We talk a lot about the Nets and we talk about the roster. What happens with Ben Simmons going forward? Like, obviously, he's not the player that we thought that he was going to be. Does he have any value on his current team or to any other team in the NBA? He has no value. Um, it's cr- like... I don't think what, what people don't realize is, and I, I had I know some people know some sources. He has the yips. I know people don't know people ain't used to that in in basketball terms, but he's Chuck Knobloch. Right? Like he legit has the yips. The man could shoot in the man could shoot in pickup games. The man knows knows how to get buckets in pickup games. 
Something's going on where he just flat out got the yips. I think he needs you know, a sports the therapist. problem is he's got the stench of them 76ers still on him. That's his problem. <laughs> All of those guys have that, man. Like, whatever whatever that stank is that was attached to Markel Fultz got a little bit of Ben Simmons, too. What happens to those guys when they get out there, bro? Well, Markel actually got hurt. But Ben Simmons is just – he got the yips, man. I don't even know. Like, I, he needs to see a sports therapist. He really truly does. So I don't, I don't, but he has no value right now. None. Uh, are the Pacers, while we're staying out East, are they legit? They've been making some moves. Obi Toppin, Bruce Brown. They gave Tyler Halliburton a max contract. Are we believers in the Pacers at all? Play in team. <laughs> Play in team. No, I'm not a believer in them to, to, to make it out the first round. They'll be lucky to get in the playoffs. And I love Halliburton. He's he's nice. I love Halliburton too. I love betting Halliburton triple doubles. You can always get like fifteen to one, eighteen to one. He's always a live wire on that. Uh, nobody's talked about the Bucks just because they're consistent and at this point kind of mundane and boring. But they have resigned a couple of those guys over the last few days. Chris Middleton three for one oh two. He got paid and uh, Lopez also two for forty eight. Coming up next. Brendan Tobin joins the show. We talk some Miami sports. Are the Heat going to land Damian Lillard? We find out next. You're locked into the BetQL Network.